This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I know it's March Madness, but today on the podcast, we're going to talk a little football. Uh, Illinois' Pro Day is on Friday. Unsure if Devin Witherspoon's going to go. It's possible. Uh, he decides to wait a little bit, do his own pro day. Uh, but obviously, it was a very good week at the NFL Combine with Sidney Brown and Quan Martin excelling, and of course, Chase Brown as well. But we're going to talk to the Illinois defensive coordinator. Of course, has been the defensive backs coach the last couple of years. Aaron Henry joins us. We got a half hour with Aaron. Can't thank him enough for all of that. But if you want to get hype about Illinois' NFL draft prospects and Illinois' spring football and what's coming next season, well, Aaron Henry is your hype man. He is fantastic to talk to. He's really engaging. You can see why Brett Bielma wanted him to be his defensive coordinator. So we talk to him about Sidney Brown, Quan Martin, Devin Witherspoon, and their leap to the NFL, as well as who's going to replace those guys, as well as how Aaron Henry takes over his defensive coordinator. Like, how does this operate? And what's he think of his new assistants on the defensive side of the ball? So without further ado, let's hear from the guy who is now calling the Illinois defense, coordinating the Illinois defense. He's Aaron Henry on the Illinois Enquirer podcast. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Aaron Henry, Illinois defensive coordinator. Has a good sound to it. Uh, but before we get to, uh, into all of that, Aaron, I know you were in Indianapolis for the NFL Combine watching your guys do some work. What was it like? What was going through your mind as Sidney Brown and Quan Martin are going off at the Combine? Dude, um, what I can tell you is like just a – I'm not a parent yet, but just it's just a feeling of um, exhilaration for those young men. You know, they work so hard over the course of their life. You know, and to finally see, like, I mean, literally the biggest interview that they've ever had in their life, right, um, for, for them to be in that moment and just absolutely dominate it, 
it was so awesome. It was so awesome, man. It was so awesome to see, so awesome to be a part of. Um, they were so thankful. I mean, that just speaks to the type of young men they are. And I, I've just been so blessed and encouraged to be around them. And and, and uh, it, it was truly something that was kind of mesmerizing. That was my first time going to the combine. I had never been to the combine for any reason. You know, um, it's it's you see a lot of people, see a lot of teams there, but just to, just to have players there and perform the way they did, they absolutely lit it up. What what is the feedback you're getting, Aaron, and what's kind of the feedback you're giving teams? Um, I don't know how much you're talking to them compared to Brett, but um, what what is the word on, on how these well, guys are valued? Full disclosure: I've spoken to all 32 NFL teams. All right, um, I, I've I've ha- I have the luxury to have I have a bunch of friends who are DB coaches that I personally know and have and have had relationships with for years um, prior to coming here, and so. Um, you know, I, I will say this. What Kirby Joseph did, I think Kirby Joseph kind of set the standard, you know, because people will call me about him and, and I, you you tell them, you tell them, you tell them, right? And they ask they ask every question you can think of, right? Like, how does he learn? How's his personality? And you and you tell them what kind of kid he is and how awesome he is and 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 and, and how he should be utilized. And, it just took one team, right? The Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, they they end up getting them. And what Kirby did this year is no surprise to nobody in this building. Because guess what? He did it while he was here. He did it every day at practice. But it's blown everybody else's mind. Like, where did this kid come from? That kid's always been that way. Well, guess what? We got three more, right? For sure that are going to be drafted, right? And 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 I mean, you think about Kendall Smith, right? I think about Dark Angelo. Right? We got a team full of guys who made a bunch of plays right and who who have the skill set and ability and you just try to be real with these teams because the goal is to try to keep them coming back right you try to be real with them you try to be transparent with them and i think something that all these young men have right they're all highly intelligent in their own right right they 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 all prepare for the game the right way and they're all pros man like they they like we don't try to our guys and i'm not saying that they won't but we try to prepare our guys while they're here to be pros so that when they get to that next level, um, they can go in there and have success. You know, like it's 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 no shocker that Coach B has had a bunch of players playing in the NFL who have been successful when they've gotten there. Why? Right? It's the kind of program that we have. It's the kind of culture that we've built. It's the kind of strength and conditioning staff we have. You know, so you cultivate a culture of 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 doing things the right way and preparing these young men for the next level. I mean people are asking what's going on up here right my, my my obviously my phone has been blowing up like coach what are you guys doing just all you gotta do is hit play bro <laughs> so all you gotta do is hit play just watch the tape right see what we're doing see how we're doing it guys are playing hard we're getting we're getting guys to play really hard right we're recruiting the right guys um, I, I know these guys were already here but you know for these guys to have the season that they've had the last couple of years and i think it just speaks to the to the development and, and culture that we have in this place Aaron, what do you think you guys are saying about your defensive back room at Illinois? And what, what, what kind of precedent does that set for the young guys who are going to step into that role and, and see the success that some of those guys in front of them have had? Well, one of the main things I've been preaching to our younger players, especially our young DBs, is right. You guys, have, you guys have had a firsthand experience what it's going to be like to sit in a room with dudes who are going to go in the top three rounds. So, what is your excuse? Right. So last week, right, we had a couple of guys show up late for class. Right. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. All right. 
Kirby Joseph was never on the list. Quan Martin was never on the list. Sidney Brown was never on the list. Spoon, occasionally, right? That's the exception, right? Occasionally. You know what I'm saying? But like, there's an expectation, an absolute expectation to be on time to everything, to show up for everything, and we're not going to do it your way. You know why? Because your way doesn't work. We're going to do it our way. Because our way, our way is going to afford you the, the, the luxury to have an opportunity to play at the next level. All these guys, all these guys had ability when they got here. All right. But it was our job to help them maximize it. Like all, all of them had ability. Don't don't get like we didn't we didn't create them. Have the good Lord when they came out of their mom, their parents' womb, right? The good Lord created them to have some ability. But how do you maximize that? Because every school and university has players with ability, right? There 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 are going to be there's five stars right in this draft class who are highly recruited coming out, right? Who are top guys coming out of high school and their names not being mentioned in this draft. Why? Right. Why? It's because somewhere along the way, right, they were good enough to get by with things. They were good enough to do the bare minimum because they fully relied on their athletic ability. Right. They didn't outwork people. Right. They didn't out prepare. Right. Maybe and maybe not. They should just showed up for class on time. But we run a tight ship here, man. We run a really tight ship here. And it's been a crescendo to build this thing. And the last thing we want to do is, one, bring the wrong young man in here. Um, but. I think what you guys are seeing is we're not having a lot of transition in terms of guys wanting to leave and get into the portal. And when they are, you know, it's because they 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 want to play, right? And you can't really blame them. And so um, I think we foster an environment of, um, one, having great relationships with our guys, and um, I think, two, developing them. You know, I think anytime you can do that, um, you got a special recipe. But, you know, I, um, just – we're just trying to be as transparent as we can with a lot of these NFL coaches, these NFL GMs, right? We got we got the DB rooms closed off today, right? Because we got meetings from from two o'clock to ten o'clock tonight, right? Like they like these cats are these cats are still being interviewed, right? They're still going through the process, and so um, we want to put them in the best environment. And um, a, a lot of these teams, um, I think, once the season was over, like why did a lot of their buzz pick up, right? Because people don't traditionally like um um like like are are enamored by Illinois, right? Like if it was a um a, another prominent school historically, maybe they would have, but right, like people started watching the tape, right? They start seeing the statistics, and now all of a sudden when you turn on that film, it's clear and apparent like why we were good, you know? So I mean Devin Witherspoon is like example number one of that. He was getting buzzed and after the season it's top you know, 15 or higher. What, what is it like, Aaron, for you and Brett to see Devin go from where he was when you got here, a guy trying to – like Tony Adams is your number one corner your first year, uh, and then to see him kind of step into where he's at now and, and navigate this water. I had a – and Devin will probably tell you this. All right. When, when I first got here, you know, um, um, you always have that one player who is – it's like your hard-headed, like your hard-headed child, right? You always have one, but he's just a little hard-headed, right? But that's fine, right? Because there's a there's an element to development, right? Whether it's a relationship or um, your your skill set. And me and Devin, between the time that we were together, we had a like a like a real heart to heart, like a real one. We had a couple of them, but it was one particular one, right? Where I looked him in his face. All right, and I told him that he was sitting on a lottery ticket. All right, I told I told Devin 
Witherspoon, he was sitting on a lottery ticket. And I, I meant that with every bone in my body. Why? All right, because as his coach, I could easily watch practice, right? I could easily watch games and see the innate ability that the kid had, like the young man had. I, it's, it's clear as day, right? But I knew that if Devin didn't do what he was capable of doing, he could easily be sidetracked, you know? And it's clear that, right? So my challenge to Devin going into this last year was, bro, you're a really good player, but, right, you had you never been a first-team All-Big Ten corner. Why? Right? You had never finished the season prior to this year. Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like if you're as good as I think you are, your name, your picture, your jersey should be all over this building by the time you leave here. So what are you going to do to make sure that happens? All right? Took six months. Took it absolutely six months, right? He he for whatever reason, right? That particular conversation we had, he locked in for six months and he literally changed his life. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, just to see it come to fruition, man. I'm I talked to Devin's mom. <laughs> I talked to Devin's mom probably once a week. And when I tell you the joy on her face and and in, in, in her voice is absolutely incredible. You know, um, and that's just one of a handful of stories, you know, and, and, and um, like, but that's the, that, that like, that, that wouldn't have been established if me and Devin didn't have a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of these, a lot of these coaches in this profession get this thing twisted because they're trying to be, they're trying to be um, Dick LeBeau, right? And be an awesome coach and not have a relationship, right? Like, again, if I can give people one piece of advice, a coaches, um, college coach, one piece of advice. These young men are closer to high school than they are the pros. All right, so they're going to make mistakes. You got to see them through their mistakes, right? I, I get it. This is a results-based business, right? We, we we get paid top dollar to perform, but anytime you got a talent like that, right? Like you try to you try to meet him where he is and help him, right? And and Devin wasn't a troublemaker or nothing. It was just it was just small things, right? Small things that was that could have kept him from 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 reaching his ceiling on the field. Right. And my job, I wanted him to reach that ceiling. And he wanted to reach that ceiling. And so we both were on the same page. And you guys just saw the culmination of that um, through the season, you know, like what he was doing, you know, like I think once the season was over, teams actually started watching Illinois football, right, watching our film. And, and therefore, you start getting a lot of phone calls about what's going on. I feel like I could talk about these guys uh, that, that are going to the pros for, for a really long time. Aaron, obviously – the previous staff deserves some credit for for finding these guys, recruiting these Absolutely. guys. But what do you think it was about what you, Brett, Ryan, all brought in that that got them the most out of them and, and got them to this point where, as you said, I mean, I'm seeing they're projected all to go in the first three rounds. Yeah, no, like like, and I didn't I didn't know a lot of guys from that previous staff outside of D line coach. The previous staff deserves a ton of credit, right? They did a phenomenal job of finding these dudes, man. Like. <laughs> it's clear that we had some talent on this roster when we got here. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I think that, you know, like I think our job when we first got here, we were trying to find who was supposed to be on the bus, right? If we're all headed to one destination, right, which is in pursuit of a Big Ten championship, right, how do we make sure we have the right people on the bus to head to the Big Ten championship, right? So, 
you got to make sure you establish a culture, right? And along the way, right, some guys decide to leave, some whether it's be graduation or transfer portal, right? Some guys decided that they wanted to, to go somewhere else or, or that this wasn't the place for them or the program. Fine, right? Once we decided and found the right guys that was on the bus, right, I think what we did a really good job at is deciding what seat these guys belong in, i.e., which position they should play, right? I.e., um, um, how can we help them maximize their 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 ability, right, within the frameworks of our defensive system? So um, year one, right, was was we thought we were going to be one way, right, and we were for the first four games, and then we changed it, right? Little did we know that that change was going to help us implement, right, what we're doing now defensively, and give and allow these young men to. So in our secondary, right, like. These like we don't recruit corners and safeties. Right. I, I know a lot of schools recruit corners and safeties. We we don't recruit that here. We recruit DBs. They're called defensive backs for a reason because our corners, the guys on the outside, they're going to play in a slot. Okay, our safeties are going to play in a slot. Right, our safeties are going to line up at number one and play corner. Our corners are going to line up in the middle of the field. Right, so if we're teaching DB play, how can I help you be a better defensive back? Right to overall help you, um, overall help your draft status. Right at one point in time, Kendall Smith was a corner. All right, we we end up moving him to, to to safety. Right at one point in time, Quan Martin was a corner. Right, and he still played corner. He also played nickel. He also played safety. So, just trying to maximize these dudes' talents and their and their levels of play, so that one it helps us, but two that it helps them. And I think once these young men saw that and realized that, they're like, oh. You know, like this is really, really beneficial to my career. It, it helps us in recruiting, right? It helps us with our players on our roster. And um, overall, the goal is to play great defense. You know, it helped it help us play great defense at the end of the day. Well, Aaron, you have now been the D.C. for almost three months now. I, I don't know if you change offices because I don't know if the offices are, are any bigger or smaller uh, based on where you're at. But what is the process of taking over uh, that position after you're promoted? Like what changes for you or how do you kind of implement and put a stamp on those things day to day. Um, yeah, I, I, I did change offices, not 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 to not to my liking, but I, I did change offices. Um, I think the biggest the biggest thing that I've always wrestled with in taking a new position, right? Like I, like we're obviously being a defensive coordinator, is <laughs> I have to learn how to delegate. Mm-hmm. Like like I I personally have to learn how to do that. I struggle with doing that. It's hard. I, I'm the same it, way. <laughs> it is it is extremely hard. Like you know why? Because when I was a when I was a GA, I did things a certain way, right? When I was a when I became a full time coach, right? Um, this this was the first time last year, or my first year I got here was the first time I actually had like a GA, right? I had somebody like work. So I've just always just done things my own. You know, and so now you step into this new role and, you know, it's 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 different because you have to obviously oversee everything, you know, and you have to coordinate everything. Right. And make sure everybody's um, on the same page. But I, I, I can tell you this. And I mean this with every bit of my soul. We're going to look back in 10 years, five years. I'll say 10 for the sake of being 10 years. All right. And you're going to ask how in the hell were these five dudes together? These five coaches, these GAs were in this room. 
right? Because there's going to be multiple D coordinators come out of the room. There's going to be multiple head coaches come out of the room. And you guys are going to sit back and laugh. And guess what? Guess who they had on their roster? Right? It's going to be a couple of all pros on there, right? It's going to be a couple of um, it's going to be a couple of pro bowlers, right? Maybe some Hall of Famers. Like we're going to sit back and laugh. I genuinely believe, right, that last year we had freaking obviously head coaches and D coordinators on our staff. I genuinely believe this year we got the same exact thing. I mean, we got some. I got some. I'm so fortunate because I'm not doing this alone. I got a lot of help, man. I got a lot of help. Coach Jamison, right? Co-defensive court, awesome, right? A lot of help. That dude's going to be a D coordinator. That dude's going to be a head coach. Most, probably the most detailed human being I've ever been around. Andy Boo, right? Andy Boo is, is, is our secret weapon, all right? Coach Boo has, 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 been, has been a lot of places, right? But, but that's an important dude. That's a really, really important guy, right, to help me, right, navigate this thing because he's seen a lot, right? His experience, what he brings to the table, you can't put no price tag on that, right? Antonio, right, our new DB coach, right? Antonio was in my wedding. There's nobody I trust more than that cat. Just because we played together, right? I hosted Antonio on his official visit. You talking about like a real brotherhood? Like that's my like that's my guy. You know what I mean? Like like that's obviously he he, he um he he was a player for coach as well. But talking about somebody to trust the camaraderie that we have, right? Charlie Bullen. Right to a lot of people, Charlie Bullen is like the outlier, right? Because none of us knew him. Not for long, dude. When I tell you special, right? That 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 his flavor, his flair, um, what he brings to the table. Um, he's a he's a he's a wee guy, you know. Like like he's always including the greater good of of our room. Like man, like special people, like. We'll be lucky, man. We'll be lucky to keep this staff together, right, for three years. We'll be absolutely lucky. We got some, we got some special cats, man. We got some special cats in that room. And I ain't even get into the GAs and the analysts, right, that you guys may not know about that, 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 that put in the work, that don't leave this building, that don't sleep, you know what I'm saying, so we can be successful. And so, um, like, I, I know I have the title per se, but this ain't, this ain't about me. Right, this ain't about Coach Henry. I got some, I got some great dudes backing me. You know what I'm saying? Who, who make this thing? Who's gonna, who, who are gonna make this thing really, really strong? We're gonna have the ability to put our stamp on it, right? Like this is gonna be, this is gonna be the 2023 20, Illinois defense, right? Like, like we're gonna be, we're gonna be the 133rd defense in school history, right? It's, it's gonna be a time. I'm glad that that the expectation level has risen. You know what I'm saying? Like at one point in time, there was no expectation for Illinois to play good defense. Well, now um, I hope people still expect that because we do. And I don't know how much more you can learn about Antonio, given how far back you two uh, go with one another. But what have you learned about him working with him day to day? And then what's the biggest thing you've learned about Charlie over these last few months? Well, I think with Antonio, man, like, you know, I remember when he first got in the profession, you know, like I, I saw him from a high school player to deciding he was literally deciding right if he was if, if, if he was going to go to a smaller school in florida or he was going to come to us to play in the big 10 at wisconsin right like like that was hard for him because he's from florida right he wanted his he wanted his mom to see him play and so um obviously him making that transition to come up there with us you know like seeing him from that stage to right antonio was a coordinator at one point in time in his career right smaller school 
but he has coordinator experience, right? Like that's massive. That's massive because it's hard to repl replicate, right? Those game-like settings, right? Whether you have been a coordinator at the high school level or college or pro level, it's just hard to have that experience of calling it. And he's done it. You know what I'm saying? So he has a lot of that experience. But like, what's been so cool for me is to see him from from former teammate to now. Um, now we work together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now we're partners in this thing. You know, and like. I watched I watched this cat buy his first home. Like, think about that, bro. Like, I watched him buy his first home, bro. Like that that has been the coolest part. You know what I'm saying? Like, his son is so freaking athletic. We might be offering him here real soon. And he's still in, I think he's still in middle school. You know what I'm saying? And so um, like that's what's been the really, really cool part about having him up here and 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 and, and, and being around. So and I think with Charlie, you know, with Charlie, what's been really cool is Right, Charlie's obviously a native of a native of Illinois, but one of the main things we were, we were looking for in this process was who can teach. Right, like the guy is a masterful teacher. Like I learned his his the, I learned the Arizona Cardinals defense in an hour sitting down talking with him. Like he is that good. Like he is that brilliant. You know what I'm saying? And so on top of that, now he's a good teacher, right? Like he's built relationships with our players like that. You know, like this dude has he has three daughters, right? So he he it's a care factor there and caring for people. You know what I'm saying? And so like I think anytime you take that on top of on top of being coupled with him being from the state of Illinois, right? Like, dude, I, I wish I wish I wish you guys can be flies on the wall in our in our staff meeting room. I, I'm right. willing, Aaron. I'm willing yeah, if, if you're opening the door, we'll be <laughs> No, I'm not I'm I'm not opening the door, but I wish you guys can be flies in there just because like 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 these are real relationships that are being cultivated, man. Like in, in short periods of time and like you're talking about spending time with each other outside of this. You know what I'm saying? Like we spend like we, we like we we're not just office mates, right? Some people are office, we're not just, we spend time with each other outside this building and that's and that's the secret. You like you wanna know the secret? The secret is spending time with each other's families outside of this building. That's how you're able to connect really, really fast. Cause guess what? Right. If I go to Andy Boo's son's basketball game, right, or I go to his birthday party, it just it just means a little more, man. It just means a little more. It just means that, right? Like it's gonna be some times where it's rough, right? Things may not always go our way, or it may not fit, or or some may be right, or we don't play well defensively. But if you know and understand there's a relationship that's been cultivated there, man, you look at that person a lot different. I got to ask you, so I don't know if we have asked you yet. How's it going to work with you and Antonio? Is it similar to you and Ryan where you got a corners coach and a safeties coach? I mean, because you guys both have maybe similar backgrounds. How, how do you plan? Yeah, it'll be similar. It'll be it'll be similar. You know, um, I, I'm obviously um, Antonio's still trying to learn the, the, the whole defense, but it'll be it'll be it'll be very, very similar. You know, I, I'll have the have the safeties and he'll have the um, he'll have the corners. I want to ask you, Aaron, uh, you got a lot of spots to fill in that secondary because you guys did such a good job uh, of developing talent. Um, but what do you think of the guys you got coming in, whether it's Dakario Harper or Caleb Patterson, and, and the guys returning that, that now are going to be counted on uh, for bigger roles? Who, who are you expecting to take on those bigger roles? Well, I mean, think about this, right? Like, nobody thought Devin Witherspoon was going to be the player he capable of being, right? The guy was added to the Thorpe War watch list week four, right? We knew Sydney was a good player. Right, we knew Quan had some ability, but it's 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 gonna be a it's gonna be a mystery until we know. I, I do think that I do believe that obviously Taz is the only one back there, 
with actual game time experience. Strain has some game time experience, right? Um, Xavier Scott has some game time experience. But, you know, anytime you lose <laughs> three, possibly four potential NFL guys, right, it's – it's. I wouldn't say it's going to be hard. I would say it's going to be different, right, because – Right, Matt Bailey. Right, who would have thought Matt Bailey would come on and shine like he did? Well, he's he's he's, he's he grew up really fast. Right, it's going to be somebody that we don't know about yet that's going to emerge out of this secondary that's going to be a household name. Right, um, who? No idea. Right, I hope it's all five of them back there. But like I think at the end of the day, you know, it's just a matter of the goal is telling these guys today. The goal is in the secondary just to try to find out, right, what seats these guys belong in, right? And so um, we're going to spend all spring ball trying to figure out where they belong, right? We're going to ask some guys to play to play nickel. We're going to ask some guys to play free safety, to play boundary safety. We're going to move some pieces around just just so we can find out what you guys excel at and help them excel at it. And so um, I wish I could pinpoint it, you know. Um, I wish I could tell you, you know, like, like, that it was going to be a certain guy, but I'm 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 really excited about all these cats, man. To be honest with you, because I think all of them, all of them want the opportunity. I think all of them are going to embrace the challenge, right? Obviously, we're losing a lot of guys in the secondary, right? So <clears throat> naturally, people are going to say their secondary is not going to be that good. Well, why can't we be? Like, 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 why can't we be better than last year, right? Who would have thought? Who would have thought that after year one we would have been as good, right? And so. It's a challenge. It's a challenge for obviously myself, our coaching staff, our players, and I think they're ready for. It. Aaron, before we let you go, and really appreciate your time. We we had some quick hitters just for fun uh, before we let yep. you go. If you're cool with that, um, my yep. number one is what makes Florida DBs different? Because you guys seem different. It's the it's the water, man. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no, I, 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 I would I would I would really um, I would really say it's it's we have spring football. You know, we have spring football, warm weather. You know, we get to play football a lot longer than a lot of other states. You know, I think some of the places that have spring football, their players, they're just playing it a little longer. So naturally, I think if you if you just play something a little longer, I think you are going to be better at it, you know. And then I think you culminate that with um, the sugar cane fields and the muck down there. And, I mean, you know what? I, I truly don't know outside of spring ball, man. Yeah. Like, just historically, they've always been really, really good, right? Like, I wish I could pinpoint it, but I would I would say spring ball has a lot to do with it. Uh, who's the best <laughs> Illinois player you went up against when you were at Wisconsin? If you remember, um, I would say I would say Juice Williams or Aurelius Ben. You know, I, I would say one of those two cats. Man, they were they were special. They they were really 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 special. Rashard Mendenhall was pretty good as well. <laughs> you know, but um, being a being being in the secondary, right? Um, I would say just Juice Williams presented nightmares as a quarterback, and then Aurelius Ben. Uh, he was. He was so good on the outside, man. All right, Aaron, you've been in Champaign. You're going into your third season here, so I expect this to be a pretty profound answer. Best place to get food in Champaign, or if you want to do a top two or three. <laughs> Best place to get food. Okay, um, do I get an NIL deal for doing this? If you can secure one, we're not going to – I mean, I'll take okay, maybe a, um, like a percentage. Man, best place to eat food. Um so, okay, so when I, I can't lie to you. So when I have anytime I'm um most 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 of our coaches take our players to like restaurants and stuff. Um when I have players over, I cater. 
All right, and it's this lady named Miss Tony. Her name is Miss Tony's Catering. Listen, when I tell you the best catering service I have ever had, her food, listen, there is never any food left at my house. All right. Um, um, last time I had all the DBs over and some D linemen showed up, i.e. Johnny Newton, right? <laughs> I had like 17 DBs. I ordered food for 100 people and all the food was gone. It wasn't close to 100 people and all the food was gone. All right, this lady's food is immaculate, Miss Tony. But if I had to go to a restaurant in town, okay, um, uh, I would say um, a popular spot, right? I would say, man, oh, that's tough. I think Miss Tony say, is oh, great. I would say OHOP. Okay. I would say OHOP. That's like a. That's like a. I mean, that place is a staple here in town. Um, it's really good. I, I I like eating breakfast a lot. Um, man, I, I because it's on my way home. I go to Culver's quite quite a bit, man. <laughs> it's it. um, it's a Wisconsin in you still. <laughs> I know it's a chain, bro, but I go to Culver's a lot, man. Um, um, Mill Street Blues is incredible. Um, absolutely immaculate. Big Big Grove is really good. Um, man. Um, what's the one place? The Chicken and Waffle place. Watson's. 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 Oh my goodness. Watson's. Watson's. Watson's, man. How can I forget Watson's? Watson's so good. Oh my goodness, man. I don't know what they do today. They chicken and waffles, bro. Um, it's different. It's just really good. Watson's. Watson's. We got our Watson's. But Miss Tony's catering. Champions Club. Shout out, Miss Tony. You got you. All right. It doesn't have to be in the DB room or even on the defense. Funniest player on this football team right now. Funniest player on this football team right now. <laughs> um. Oh, that's a good one. I would venture to say, um, Joey, Joey Oakland, Joey Oakland. Hmm. I thought it was going to be Keith Randolph. So, so on the defense, I would say it's Keith Randolph or Johnny Newton, depending on which day you catch him. Yeah. All right, Keith, Keith Randolph. Keith Randolph tells these dad jokes before our meeting, right? He uh, last year he told them before our meeting. When I tell you, hilarious. The driest jokes ever, but they were so funny. Um, yeah, I, I won't disagree with you. Um, and and Keith, Keith Randolph is hilarious. Last one for you, Aaron. If you weren't coaching, you'd be doing what? Oh, easy. Um, so if I wasn't if I wasn't coaching, I would probably be either hey um I would probably be a um I, I would I, I not probably I would be a missionary. I would travel the world and spread the gospel. Um, that, that was the original plan, or I would be a teacher of some sort. Um, I don't know. I, I really like I really like pouring into young people or pouring into people in general. So um, I would definitely be a missionary or pastor of some sort, or um, I'll be a teacher. Can I get one more? Shout out to all my teachers out there, man. <laughs> Coach Henry loves you. If I can get one more, we're just going to assume your combine invite got lost in the mail from way back when. Uh, but what? what is the, I'm just going to assume your combine invite from way back when was lost in the mail somewhere. So had you gone, what is the Aaron Henry? What's the best best part of that for you? Is it the interviews or what on field drill are you excelling at the combine as a player? Oh, it will prop one to be the interviews. The interviews would be a grand slam. Right, get me on the board. That was my forte. Can't confirm. Uh, the second thing was um, probably you know probably the on the field drills in the um, in the vert. You know. Um, I, my bench press was okay, but I, my 40, I was 4'5", right? 
I was a four five guy. Maybe a maybe I maybe a four six on a bad day, but at my fastest probably would have been four five. Um, but my vert was was over forty two. I think I was at forty two. Um, and the interviews would have been a piece of cake. Yeah, you're pretty good at these. Aaron Henry, Ono defensive coordinator, gave us a half hour of your time. Aaron, I know you're busy, but people got hyped up, I'm sure, listening to you uh, talk about not only the NFL draft guys, but spring ball. Appreciate the time, Aaron. Good luck. No, man. Thank you, guys, man. Um, again, shout out to all those teachers out there. Uh, Coach Henry loves you. Appreciate every last one of you um, You teachers. Elementary, high school, middle school, college professors, right? The world goes the world will not function without you guys. Um, thank you. Great stuff from Illinois defensive coordinator Aaron Henry. When Brett Bielman made that hire, I was a little bit surprised because Kevin Kane, you know, has the resume, has been a defensive coordinator before. But then you thought about it a little more and you're like, oh, well, I know Aaron Henry. And he's uh, a fantastic vocal leader. And, and what you hear about with the players is, is that he's more of an inspiring type as a leader, uh, but certainly is a leader. Um, you can hear that in, in the way he talks, the way he gives credit to his defensive staff. And obviously he's going to have some growing into this role, but I think he was right when he's got Brett Bielema, former great defensive coordinator and a head coach, obviously. Andy Boo, former defensive coordinator along with him. And, and Terrence Jamison, a guy who's earned a lot of respect uh, as a coach the last several years. I, I think he can be set up for success. Now, Ryan Walters is more experienced, and Ryan Walters is very, very good at his job. He's shown that the last couple of years, but Aaron Henry got to learn from him as well. So it's going to be fascinating to watch how he puts his stamp on this defense. I don't think they're going to change what they do uh, that much. It will be interesting to see how Charlie Bowen makes an impact because Brett Bielma certainly wants Charlie Bowen to add more in the pass rush game. He's mentioned that several times. Uh, but Aaron Henry is a, a guy that's easy to like, uh, easy to buy into, and he's certainly been a part of Illinois' success, a big part of Illinois' success. And just look at that DB room. He certainly can coach along with Ryan Walters. So they've done a fantastic job with those guys back there. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope that gets you ready for not only the NFL draft with those guys, but spring ball right around the corner, starting at the end of the month here in March. Yeah, it's coming up quickly, right? Right as the NCAA tournament's kind of getting into its uh, peak here. Uh, Illinois spring ball will start the final week of March. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Illini Inquirer podcast. Give us a follow, rating, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out on YouTube. You can check out our interviews, our podcasts, most of them on there as well. Like, subscribe on YouTube as well, and check out all the latest on Illinois basketball and March Madness, Illinois football, spring ball, Illinois women's basketball, the NCAA tournament, all of that at IlliniInquirer.com. Everybody have a great day. Take care of each other. We'll talk to you next time on the Illini Inquirer podcast. Bye, everybody.